I need coffee. So, what's your drink? What's your normal? What's your normal drink? Uh, cold brew, 100%. Cold brew? Yeah. Triple espresso macchiato with extra milk. Is my drink. Triple espresso? <laughs> Triple espresso macchiato. Every time. I don't change it. I don't want any problems. Really? Everyone knows. See, what I, I, I switch it up sometimes and I get a, a warm caramel macchiato. Yeah. You ever like splurge and get a frappuccino? No. No. Rare, like. It's like nine Maybe calories. once <laughs> I did. We're next. We're up. It? Hey, how's it going? Uh, can I get a triple espresso macchiato, please? Yeah, with uh, extra milk. I want to bring it back. Oh, you know what we should do? What's that? Uh, we should go to CVS. Uh, one to get batteries, just in case like the, one right. of the mics die. But two, uh, and like literally go to the pharmacy. Oh, it's gonna be closed probably. Are you guys open? My store is open, but we're. I want to say they're gonna be closed here in Brickell. I don't probably know. Probably closed. Oh, okay. I don't want to walk up and just like record like, hey, you guys heard of, uh, you guys heard of Arch Radio? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on it, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> or something. But that's a good idea. <laughs> and then walk out. Have a question for the pharmacist? Yeah, <laughs> question for the pharmacist. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of RX Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Waith, and I'm here with future and now co-host, Dr. Scott Weaver, welcome. Feels so good to be here, man. <laughs> I'm thanks excited. For, thanks for coming to the crib and, and doing this. No problem. We are awesome. in a super, super fancy building right now in Brickell in Miami. And uh, we're sitting in the library of what's like the lobby on the 14th floor. There's a pool out. It's, it's beautiful. We've got here. a bunch of old London English styled books. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's all really interesting stuff. But um, but let's uh, let's start off by you know a formal introduction. Uh, let's mm -hmm. start by telling the listeners and whoever's watching right now on the vlog uh, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name's Scott Weaver. I um, currently live in Miami, but I was I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where I attended undergrad and uh, pharmacy school at University of Cincinnati. Um, you know, I getting into pharmacy like I really didn't know much about it when I got into it. I played sports my whole life. I tried to live a, a healthy lifestyle. And I was just, you know, I kind of like just sat one day and I said, what am I gonna do with the rest of my life? I remember I was a junior in high school and I really didn't know. I, I knew like for my core value system, I wanted to help people. Mm. I wanted to stay in the health field just because that like consumed my whole life growing up. Yeah. And I wanted to be a provider, yeah. whether that be providing information to people, whether that, you know, providing uh, like a financial security for my family. I just wanted to provide that to people and, you know, I just wanted to provide like a lot of value to anybody I interacted with. Yeah. So I sat down and I thought to myself, I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm terrified of blood. Like I, <laughs> I can't, if someone tells me a story that involves blood, like I, I just like, I feel weak, easy. I, I couldn't do it. So I couldn't be a doctor. I eliminated being a nurse, so I was like, what's the next best thing? Like, what can I do? How can I make an impact? Yeah. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to do pharmacy. Yeah. I went in knowing nothing about it and just kind of like fully immersed myself from the get-go. Yeah. I just completely fell in love with it. 
That's awesome, man. Well, I mean, I was gonna ask you at some point, like, why yeah, pharmacy, yeah. but basically, I figured you was so. Yeah. We <laughs> we basically we basically just covered that. Right. Um. So and you you were basically when did you you just recently graduated, yeah. right? So, 2017. You know, not not too far out. Mm-hmm. Um. What what has it been like? I guess you know you're basically ending your rookie year yeah, coming man. up, right? Yeah. So what what's the let's reflect on the year? Like, what's that been like fresh out as a pharmacist? So looking back, I would say. Day one, you have to be ready. Mm. Like nobody's holding your hand from there on, and you have to like take advantage of all four years of pharmacy school and really, you know, educate yourself and prepare yourself because day one, you're out there, all the responsibility is on you. And I realized that, you know, fortunately, I did prepare myself well enough. Mm. But uh, you know, you realize as soon as you go out there, man, it's, it's all on you. Like. You know, everybody's looking up to you to give you that, or to give them that information to be mm-hmm. su- successful in their health. Um, your coworkers are looking to you to make decisions, um, and it's. I think that is the most realist part of it. Is like, it, it's on you. Yeah. It's on you to like make a difference in people's lives and really um, direct how you want to do that. It's like you're out like in the real world. Exactly. Like, it's like, it's it, like got, it just got real. It, it got real. You know, <laughs> no, no curriculum is telling you like when to show up. You know, what class you're going to take where you're gonna go on rotation, it's like, it is up to you. Yeah. And that's the most realist moment, and it's up to you to decide what to do with that. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing I learned. So what, what was it like, I guess, since you've, you've, you've only been practicing as a pharmacist in Miami, right? Yeah. So you were on rotations, I'm assuming, in Cincinnati? Correct. Okay, was there any differences maybe that you saw as like practicing pharmacy down here that really stuck out, like other than minute laws and stuff, but like exactly. something that really stuck out practicing pharmacy down here versus what you experienced um, up north? A hundred percent, I would say, is the patient population. Okay. Um, down here, there's, it's so cultured, and it's one of the things that I love about Miami. And for me being able to connect to that uh, whatever culture, cultural group I'm you know, connecting with, and kind of understanding there's differences in like their, their core beliefs and how they think about healthcare. And then having to, because in Cincinnati, um, you know, growing up with it, like I, there was only one core belief of health. Mm-hmm. And trying to come down here and there's so many different cultures and um, I guess trying to understand that and then how to make it effective to what their values are. Yeah. Because if I try to, you know, put my values on them, it's mm-hmm. not going to be beneficial to them. So yeah. it, that's the one thing that I notice is the biggest difference Yeah, as far as, you know, healthcare and dealing with people. It's super interesting you mentioned that actually because, um, you know, you're speaking of like the different populations in Miami, mm-hmm. there's a heavy culture of like being against vaccines, yeah, especially in like exactly. Hispanic culture. Yeah. Um, I think even in like the Haitian culture mm-hmm. as well. Right. Uh, the Haitian, like there's the, in the Haitian culture, it's very difficult to convince people to get flu vaccines. Yeah, so um, uh, we have our a videographer, uh, our lovely videographer there, who's also a pharmacist, that her population is heavily um, in an in a area that has, like, you know, mm-hmm. people from Haiti. And it's really crazy that I think there's some stores that will perform differently on their flu vaccine mm-hmm. um, metrics because of the culture um, of, like, where the population is. Because in, in Miami, sometimes you're in areas where it's very, very mixed, but then yeah, there's sometimes right. in Miami where there's areas where it's only people from like heavily Venezuela or heavily um, from Haiti or heavily from Cuba. And, that, and that's a difference so. of like a five to 10 minute drive. Exactly, exactly, it's, it's, yeah. It is really, it's crazy that it's, that you know five to 10 minutes can make that big of a cultural difference. Yeah. It's also like very interesting and um, 
I, I agree. Like in my specific practice, um, a lot of people they don't want to get a flu shot. I've seen, I've noticed either the belief that it might cause autism, it might, it's not effective, mm -hmm. or another belief that I've found that people have is the this, this shot hurts. Like the shot they would get, you know, whether in Cuba or in uh, South America, they're accustomed to the needle being like this thick. long or thick yeah. and, it, and it freaking hurts. Yeah, that's so crazy. So a lot of the times if I'm given a flu shot and they, they see me do it and the patient's like, oh, you know, it, it doesn't hurt at all, it was pain free. Yeah. A lot of the times if a patient actually witnesses that, they agree to do a flu shot right then and there. Yeah. Only because their only uh, barrier was the pain factor. Yeah, yeah it's, that's super interesting. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's move into talking about like how we got here. Like mm -hmm. how, did we, how did we get introduced? How did we meet? And like what's, uh, what's gonna be next? You know, it's crazy. I was actually, um, you know, all my friends back in Cincinnati, I, I try to keep in touch with them once a week, every couple of weeks. And I was talking to a buddy of mine, Dylan, and he said, hey man, you." I just like ran into this guy, he's doing, he's doing a lot of big things on social media, you know, trying to push, like advocate for the profession, educate people, and he's also doing stuff on the patient side. And like, the thing about me is like, I've been all for that and wanted to do that for like the past couple of years now, like in pharmacy school. And he goes, and he's like, in the, and the best thing about it is he's in Miami. So <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well that's, that works out. Yeah. So I, I, I go on my phone instantly, I check out Richie, um, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is like exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. Like this guy is, he's taking action, and he's, you know, he's trying to make a difference. So, um, I hit you up on Instagram. Yeah, man. I like, left, I left him a message on. I slid in his DMs. Yeah, <laughs> yo, people are not understanding that like, like social media right now is like everyone's on there. All types of healthcare professionals. I've spoken about that before. Like, you can reach people like on social media very easily, and that's crazy. That's a lot of the things that I've been doing, and it's, it's how we connected, is yeah. on social media. So, like, so we wouldn't literally social be here. media. I mean, times are changing. You know, people are getting information from social media as long as entertaining them. You know, yeah. where it's, it's no longer newspapers and TV, it's social media. Yeah. yeah. So I, I slid in his DMs, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, something along the lines of, you know, hey, man, I love what you're doing. Um, if you like, I'd, I'd love to meet with you and talk about some and exchange some ideas and yeah. see if we can come up with something to you know change or innovate pharmacy and i was like and at the very least at least we can at least it'll be two pharmacists just having a great conversation at yeah. the end of the day yeah. you know yeah and then we just kind of hit it off and, and yeah we were like we were both we both had the same vision and i think along with connecting on a person like a personality standpoint i think with that putting that together like we really saw something that could come from this. Yeah. So why did you, um, you know, like we, I didn't, I didn't not force you to do anything, obviously, but yeah. like you were super interested in like, you know, podcasting and like doing interviews and doing that. Like what, what excites you about that? Or why do you think, you know, wh what is really exciting about that? I guess I would ask. Um, I think with everything changing, a lot more people are resorting to podcasting mm -hmm. to get like for their source of information. And what I see as an opportunity is like for me personally, I value like personal growth within the field. I think pharmacy is changing a lot. I think there's a, a lot of opportunities out there that people aren't even aware about. Mm. And even the current space that they're in, it's changing and they're not really catching on with how it's changing or, in, or being innovated. So I want to make it as a way for me to grow professionally and personally in, in that field, but also be able to share it with other people. 
whether that be you know current practitioners to educate them and maybe inspire for them to change the way they practice or inspire a pharmacy student to you know pursue maybe or at least educate themselves with a different career path mm -hmm. and you know if I can just inspire and give value for me through podcasting that is like the way to do it and I think in the end it can be very beneficial and provide a lot of value yeah awesome man and you know you, you talked about like you know inspiring and providing value who would you say like inspires you who inspires me yeah. I would say um, my father inspires me um, he passed away when, he, when I was 14 but like growing up you know everything he taught me like I just want to I just want to be able to like make people proud that are still with me or even yeah. those who are no longer in my life yeah you know yeah awesome man cool well I'm really you know I'm really excited to see what's gonna come like I've been doing most of this on my own like <laughs> right, this whole time right. so knowing that now like you know we got two pharmacists two minds going mm -hmm. at it and um, I'm definitely excited to see like what you're gonna bring uh, even though this is gonna be your first mm -hmm. introduction out to uh, out into onto the channel we actually had an event not too long ago yeah. um, at Nova Future and Summit. Yeah, man, that was crazy. Summit. Yeah, and you killed it, man. I yeah, saw you yeah, like yeah. killing it. With <laughs> People were coming up. They were like, yeah. they were like, hey, can we, uh, can we be interviewed? Yeah. And they, they were just completely joking. I'm like, sit down, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> yes. They were like, oh, that's awesome. They're like, you see, like fixing their jacket. They're like, do I look good? Like, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it was definitely a good event, and you know, you de I'm definitely excited and, and can't wait to hear, you know, the episodes that you're gonna bring with some of the guests that you're gonna bring on. That's gonna be, I'm gonna have nothing to do with, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I'm gonna be a listener at that point too, so it's gonna right. be uh, it's gonna be exciting to be on the other end of this. So yeah, it's just all growing together, you yeah. know, bringing people to to share, you know, what they're passionate about and just inspire growth. Yeah, you know, put pharmacists on the map and really just give them a positive outlook. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm talking about, man. So I, again, let's I'm excited, man. Let's do let's this. Do this, man. It's be great, bro. I'm excited. And if you guys, you can follow me on Instagram at RPH Scott. Um, I'll also be active on the RX Radio Instagram page, Facebook, you know, don't be afraid. Like I said, I slid in his DMs and, you know, we're creating something special. Don't be, like, we're, we're very uh, responsive. Ask us if you want to see something. If you want any questions answered, just let us know. Yeah, I tell you guys all the time, like, hit us up and now, you're, now you have two people to hit up with two different backgrounds. So, like, reach out to us if there's anything that we can do to help you. Um, even if you want to get your own podcasting started, if you want help with building your own personal brands, mm -hmm. career advice, anything in that likes, now you have two of us that um, that are going to be at your disposal to reach out to. So do it. Let's do Don't it. be afraid. Take action. Take action. You'll you'll be surprised at what comes out of it. Yeah. What I wanted to ask was, uh, what do you where do you think like, what do you think pharmacy is like going towards? Like like let's say it's we're in, it's ten years. Like what are you yeah. seeing? Yeah. So I definitely see. Um, I definitely see the evolution of the personal pharmacist mm -hmm. in regards to, you know, especially in community pharmacy, a lot of the insurances dictate where patients can get their, their care. Yeah. And really just how the business model is and the workflow. Pharmacists don't really have enough time to sit down with the patients and really evaluate their medication list yeah. and, you know, provide the best plan for a patient. So I do see, um, I, just, I do see transition into where patients are going to be able to like find a personal pharmacist in whom they mm -hmm. trust and then get their medications from kind of like an Amazon distribution or, or fulfillment center. Yeah. And I think establishing, whether through social media or any other kind of media outlet, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, developing some kind of trust between, you know, patients, they'll be able to choose from there who they want to be their personal pharmacist. And what do you think about like, cause you had a friend, I think we had spoke once about like, you had a friend that had a pharmacy mm -hmm. um, and they ended up selling it. Um, what, like, what do you think the, like the independence role? Yeah, there's definitely with the PBMs and the reimbursement rates, uh, there's definitely a, a decrease in a lot of these independent pharmacies margins. Yeah. So they're not getting reimbursed or they're even losing money on, on every script that they fill. Yeah. yeah. And as you know, it's killing them. They got to, they have to sell off to these big chains like CVS and Walgreens. Mm -hmm. And, um, but you know, the, the, the PBMs and it's, it's actually been brought up to Congress. They, they have to change the reimbursement rates because it's, it's really, it's killing a lot of these independents. Yeah. All right. Random question. Random question. What is your, what is your, what was the best advice someone gave to you when you were in pharmacy school? The best advice that I got in pharmacy school was the, the one trait that's going to, that's going to make a pharmacist stand out is his or her ability to solve problems. Solid. So if you, <laughs> can work on your ability to solve problems and not only solve them, but solve them quickly, then you'll not only be successful um, in your job, but you will be able to help a lot of patients and a lot of people in your life. Yeah. I don't know what the best advice I've gotten is. <laughs> What's the best advice? Man? I had to think. Um, the best advice I think that I got in pharmacy school was that like, there's no way that you're gonna be able to know everything Right. But like you have to be able to find like just know exactly how to find it as quickly as possible and then deliver it in the best way possible. Like that that cuz a lot of times you have to deliver that communication or that right. information you find you have to either deliver it to a physician so it has to be like in a in a way that they're going to understand and get bought into it and then you also have to side. and for the patient side also. So right. that was probably the best I think that What's I got. What's your go-to way to search for information? For medication information, LexiComp is like what the Bible. Google? I don't I don't use much Google honestly. Yeah. Like for the most part, most of the things that I need to find is on LexiComp. Like with the exception of like some random like disease state maybe that I've never heard of. Yeah. That like even you can't find on LexiComp. Right. Like because they don't have all of them. But like I, that I would maybe go to Google for. But for the most part, man, LexiComp that like. And they're not even paying me for this plug. Hopefully one day they will. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Lexicomp is like is my go-to man. I love Lexicomp. Right. You know what it is too? Like you can have it downloaded on your like iPad. You don't need internet. Like I went on a rotation in um in Nicaragua actually. We did like a um, like a health uh, global health outreach, uh -huh. and I didn't need internet. We were like treating people like out in the mountain, and it was just That's like so cool, I man. had everything like there, like just downloaded onto the iPad, and and I was able to like diagnose and stuff and like it was crazy so I know a lot of schools provide some kind of like some kind of rotation that's usually in a different country yeah yeah and, yeah and typically costs you know three to four thousand dollars but if you have it you think it's you think it's worth that experience yeah yeah sure. ours was def ours was less I think the trip I went on was like the cheapest one too which yeah. was awesome but uh that's so cool but yeah ours was definitely less but man that was a great experience though I definitely would recommend if you guys get a chance or anyone gets a chance to do some sort of like global trip where you're out treating and um, uh, providing care to people, I would highly recommend it. I would highly recommend they do that. Is the appreciation for the, the patients? 
Is it different than here in the States? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it, they don't get that type. Like when you're, like at least for the trip that we did, those people didn't really, some of those people didn't get care. You know, like mm -hmm. they're out there just kind of on their own almost. Right, like we were right, right. It was like legitimate mountain people. Yeah. Like it was like they had like one school and they, if they had to work, they had to walk miles. Like it, it was it was like some real, um, real third world stuff yeah, that, that we dealt with there. So it was it was it was definitely like eye opening, life changing, and um, I would highly recommend. You know, if anyone gets that opportunity, to definitely do that. That's so cool. Yeah. But what was best experience in pharmacy school? Best experience in pharmacy most school. Most memorable. Most memorable. Um, it probably it's funny that we just you know segued into that, but it would probably be that. Like, yeah. That was probably the, like one of the craziest experiences I would say that I had. That's I think. awesome. Yeah, that's probably the most memorable just because like, just like the traveling there and then, you know, we, the team of people there, it was like, you know, you, you became like real tight knit. You right. played games at night. Um, and then the, the, what's also memorable about it, like it was my, it was I think one of my first rotations. So like I was out into the field and you had almost like the power of being a physician where like the students were diagnosing yeah and then also recommending treatment obviously we had people above us that we can double check with and ask but like at the end of the day we were last to like make a decision almost into giving someone treatment it was over right. the counter stuff most of it yeah, you know yeah, but, but still man yeah it was still that that to me was like for pharmacy school like that was probably one of the most like memorable right. memorable things yeah what about you what was your most memorable um most memorable probably was when I did a rotation with um, with Clark's RX. I got to work. You know, they they gave a presentation at school mm -hmm. in one of our business management classes, and I, I hit him up. I was because it wasn't an actual rotation, so I had to hit him up. Like, man, I'm really interested on the business side. Like, yeah. What can what can you do to allow me to come like work with you guys for a month? Yeah. So I actually got a rotation set up with their corporate office. Oh, nice. I was working with the CEO, the COO, yeah, you know, CFO, all of them, whom I still like keep in touch with. Yeah. And like, every time I go back to Cincinnati, I'll, I'll do dinner with them and stuff. But just getting to know like how to run the business and being part of those executive decisions. Yeah. Like dude, that was really cool. Yeah. That yeah. was so cool. That's crazy, man. Well, take your rotation seriously, people. If you're if you're a student listening. What Some of you, the best memories you get out of those. Remember, for people going on rotations, so it's 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 going on April. Rotations start in a month. It's coming up. Yeah. yeah. What's your number one piece of advice? My number one piece of advice for people going on rotations is to build connections with people. Yes, because sir. Because that to me is like the number one thing that's really gonna like if there's anything that's gonna help you in your career, it's gonna be relationships with other people. Yes, sir. And you that to it. me is is like the biggest piece Same of advice. Here. That's I what give. I preach. The number one most valuable thing to, to rotations to students, it's not going to be what you learn, but who you meet. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Because yeah. you'll have the ability to learn the information you may not have learned throughout rotations. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll, you'll have the tools to like look it up on Lexicomp or yeah. look it up in other resources. But you, you won't always have that opportunity to meet those people, yeah, meet yeah. those executives, or get into meetings and just like really connect with people. Yeah. 100%. All right, well, this is, our, this is a session that we did on the balcony. What floor are we on? <laughs> 28. This is one floor 28 of like some building in Brickell. Okay. The views are nice. And see. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I really hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Please leave me a comment on Instagram or on iTunes. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Any feedback is going to be greatly appreciated. And don't forget to subscribe. And until next time, see you over the counter. <laughs>